Hi there, I'm Tanya Stokes, and welcome to another episode of the Tanya Stokes Podcast. So today, I want to read a story for you. So I was just introduced to this book titled um, You Squared. Um, I've heard several of the online influencers talk about U Squared, U Squared. We're reading U Squared in my um, book club. And uh, it wasn't until I took one of these uh, online challenges and the guy, Myron Golden, talked about U Squared. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go buy this book. It's a very short book. So if you don't like to read, this might be your jam. <laughs> it's a very short book. It's actually 35 pages. Um, I bought the book and a girlfriend of mine gifted me the audiobook. And I think I've listened to it uh, three or four times now. So it's only like 48 minutes long if you want to listen to it. But um, the book is only 35 pages. It's a booklet. But I promise you it's a booklet that will change your life. I'm not going to be with you long. And hopefully... This little story will encourage you just a tad. It's called The Fly. Here is a true story. So I'm sitting in a quiet room at the Millcroft Inn, a peaceful place hidden back among pine trees about an hour out of Toronto. It's just past noon, late July, and I'm listening to the desperate sounds of a life or death struggle going on just a few feet away. There's a small fly burning out of its last short life's energies in a futile attempt to fly through the glass of the window pane. The whining wings tells the poignant story of the fly's strategy. Try harder, but it's not working. The frenzied effort offers no hope for survival. Ironically, the struggle is part of the trap. It is impossible for the fly to try hard enough to succeed at breaking through the glass. Nevertheless, the little insect has staked its life on reaching its goal through raw effort and determination. This fly is doomed. It will die there on the windowsill. Across the room, just 10 steps away, the door is open. 10 seconds of flying time and this small creature could reach the outside world it seeks. With only a fraction of the effort now being wasted, it could be free of its self-imposed trap. The breakthrough possibly is there. It would be so easy. Why doesn't the fly try another approach? Something dramatically different. How did it get so locked up on the idea that this particular route and determined effort offer the most promise for success? What logic is there in continuing until death to seek a breakthrough with more of the same? No doubt this approach makes sense to the fly. Regrettably, it's an idea that will kill. Trying harder isn't necessarily the solution to achieving more. It may not offer a real promise for getting what you want out of life. 
Sometimes, in fact, it's a big part of the problem. If you stake your hopes for a breakthrough on trying harder than ever, you may kill your chances for success. Price Pritchard. You got to get this book. It's called You Squared. You have got to get this book. So do you want to talk about this fly? Because we've all seen the fly in the windowsill. And you know what? I've even pulled the blinds up, opened the door, the whole nine. And the fly still insists on doing it his way. He wants to fly out of the house (laughs) the way he came in. I don't know why. The fly is a metaphor. We've all had these great ideas that doesn't work. I think the biggest one is I'm going to be a millionaire working in corporate. You are not going to be a millionaire working in corporate. You may work a corporate job and have a side job or play around in the stock market. And that side job and that stock market is how you became a millionaire, but it's not going to be working in corporate. There are several lines in this story that jumps out, especially when he talks about sometimes trying harder isn't necessarily the solution to achieve more. It may not offer any real promise for getting what you want out of life. Sometimes, in fact, trying harder is the problem. Sometimes you don't have to try hard. I think in this story, if the fly, as the writer said, took his time and looked around, like sometimes what you are seeking is closer to you than you think. Sometimes it's closer to you than you think. I was like, I kind of OD'd on Price Pritchard. I kind of stalked him a little bit and Bob Proctor popped up a couple of times because he's in love with the book, rest his soul. He just passed a couple of days ago. But um, I read um, one of Bob Proctor's comments where he said, um, the cave that you are afraid to enter holds the treasures that you seek. So think about it. Sometimes it's the little things that we are afraid to do that's going to give us our breakthrough. And I always say this, do it. Do it afraid. Just like me in this podcast. You know, when you put things out on social media, you know, you open yourself up to be judged, ridiculed. You know, you have some sad, lonely, hateful people out there that want to invite you to their pity party. That doesn't work for me. I never accept invitations to pity parties. And if you know me, or if you know anyone that knows me, they'll be like, yeah, she's a bit much to talk to sometimes. (laughs) I just, I don't accept the invitation to a pity party. Hey, full disclosure, I was talking with this guy um, that I met online. And he was a little strange, a little strange. You know, and we were talking and he said, you know, you seem so evasive. I was like, dude, I mean, this is day one. What do you want me to do? Tell you my life story? I don't believe in telling people about past relationships. And if you insist on telling me about your past relationships, you get 24 hours to get that out of your system. 
Like if you brought it up, you can talk about it then. And let's say we talked later on that day and you want to bring it up again. But I promise you 24 hours from the time you brought it up, if you are still talking about your past relationship, I'm no longer interested in you. What is the point in us doing that? There's just some things I, I don't do. I do not let people invite me to their pity party. So um, he was like, you're so evasive with your answers. And then finally he said something like, you remind me of my ex. And then he said, she was a liar and a cheater. <laughs> I'm laughing, not laughing at his situation, but I mean, I promise you this guy probably didn't know me for 12 hours. You know what I mean? She was a liar and a cheater. She was very evasive. And I do not want to get back into a situation like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the part about me that people don't like. I said, hey, listen, I understand. And I am sorry that that woman hurt you, but every woman isn't her. More importantly, I'm sorry that you never healed from the pain she inflicted on you. So what I think you should do is you should delete your profile. <laughs> like you are not in any <laughs> way, shape or form ready to be out here. I do not believe that you move on broken. You know, I was shocked that, you know, he even listened. I, do, I don't believe in moving on broken. I think you need to fix yourself before you start entertaining people because what you do is you bring a broken depressed, empty person into someone's life and you destroy the relationship. And if that person isn't strong enough to identify who they are dealing with, then you just, you can destroy them. For me, I've always had the spirit of discernment. It's a gift and a curse, I guess, because I don't pretend that I didn't see that. And I don't pretend that I didn't hear that. Uh, yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> um, that's, that's the piece about me that some people don't like. Back to the story about the fly. Some of us, like this fly, are still trying to break through this glass or break through this ceiling. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't give it a go. I'm just saying, don't make it your life's goal. At some point, as the writer said, if the fly would just stop 10 seconds away from that windowsill was an open door. And sometimes that's the story of our lives. We're so busy trying to impress upon someone or a group trying to break through this window that we don't see this open door to the left of us or to the right of us. It's right there. And the open door symbols another opportunity. There are other opportunities to either get what you want, go where you wanna go, or just another opportunity, period. You may be fighting an uphill battle to be a singer, but there may be another bigger and better opportunity for you to be a writer or for you to be a motivational speaker, but you keep pushing to be a singer. 
You may be pushing to be the best hairstylist and the best barber, but there's a bigger, better opportunity looking you right in the face to be an educator, to make more money, not an educator in the school system, not in a cosmetology or barber school, but a next level educator in terms of advanced training. You may open your own school out of pocket or government funding for everything that we are trying to accomplish right now. And I want you to think about this. There is something that you are trying to accomplish right now. I want you to write it down, write it down, leave it there. It's a big thing. I want it to be a big goal, big goal. Write it down and leave it there. Now I want you to take out another sheet of paper and write down other opportunities that have come to you. And we'll use the hair thing as an example. Like you're trying really hard to be this best celebrity hairstylist. We'll write that down, right? Put that, put that away. And then on another sheet of paper, someone asked you to come uh, teach their salon something that you post online. Someone asked you to uh, educate the students about coloring. Someone else called and asked you if you would do an online uh, course or webinar about something as it relates to education. Could you talk to the students? Can you talk to the seniors of the high school because they're graduating and some of them don't want to go to college, but they want to get a trade instead? You see where I'm going with that? Like people keep calling you for the other thing. You want to be the celebrity hairstylist, but you keep getting calls for the other thing. You keep getting calls for the speaking engagements. You keep getting calls for instructional stuff. Maybe that's the bigger door. Maybe that is you not throwing caution to the wind, but that is you going with the current of the wave. Instead of you trying to swim against the wave, that's you moving with the current. Swimming against the wave would be, no, I want to be the celebrity stylist. And you're exhausted and nobody's calling you. And let's say you're in Charlotte, right? Charlotte has a few celebrities here. Um, Anthony Hamilton, I think Fantasia is still here. I think Stephanie Mills is still here. Um, is it Ray Rice or Ray Lewis, the uh, retired football player? His family's still here, but I don't think he's here. There's a couple of little celebrities sprinkled around the Charlotte area. Now, if you were in New York, if you were in LA, you're in Atlanta, you run into celebrities all the time, right? It's not even a big deal to see them like, yo, what up, Mary? It's not a big deal to see them. And the likelihood of you becoming a celebrity stylist is very likely that you would at least get in the room with them. Um, here, you will probably have to know somebody that knows somebody. I know a couple of barbers that are on the Tyler Perry set, you know, cutting hair. Um, a friend of mine in Charleston, she gets a call every now and then from a friend of hers who's also from Charleston that's in that circuit of uh, doing celebrity hair for movies and things of that nature. So I'm not saying that it cannot happen. It can happen. But if you're in a small town, the likelihood 
or if you're in a town that doesn't have a lot of celebrities, the likelihood of that happening um, is very unlikely, right? But the flip side to it, and don't get me wrong, I'm well aware of social media and how celebrities tap into stylists and barbers on social media, like, hey, come do my hair for my birthday, or I'm going to be in town, do my hair and makeup. I'm well aware of that. But for the sake of this explanation, I want to show you how sometimes we are constantly swimming upstream. And upstream for this fly was trying to break through that glass when there was a big open door 10 seconds away from him. Upstream for you, if you wanted to be a celebrity stylist and you kept getting no, 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 no. But then somebody is in your DM, somebody's texting you. One of your clients asked, hey, can you speak to the kids? Can you speak to the church? Can you do an online webinar speaking? Uh, will you come and teach the seniors how to do something with natural hair? That is you flowing with the current. That is gonna bring you the breakthrough that you were after. That is gonna bring you the million dollars that you were after, if that was your number. As the writer said, sometimes you're just doomed. Like this fly was doomed. He's going to die there. Right? Your goal, your desire will die if you keep ignoring. And I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Your desire to become your desire to become, fill in the blank, will die right there because you're so busy chasing after something that's going to make you work harder and try harder. When 10 seconds away, all types of doors have opened for you. And who knows? Maybe if you went to that school or you went to that church or you did the webinar, maybe doing those things that come naturally and easy for you will open the door of the celebrity client that you were after. Quick story. Um, you may or may not have heard this story, but the, this guy, he, he baked cakes. Uh, let's say pound cakes. I can't remember what type of cake, but he baked cakes. And his friend was like, hey, I need you to bake a cake this Friday. Um, I want to give it to one of my clients and blah, blah, blah. I think he would like your cakes. And the guy was like, yo, this, this is my weekend. This is my birthday weekend. I'm not going to be able to do it. So he was like, please, I just need this solid. Can you please bake this cake? So he was like, you know what? For you, I'll go ahead and bake the cake. So he baked the cake and then his friend called him and said, something came up. I'm stuck at work. I need you to drop the cake off to this address. And the guy was like, I really don't have the time. I don't. Can you send a car to get the cake? Can you send a friend to get the cake? And the guy was like, no, I need you to drop the cake off, please, please. This, you know, this guy's looking for the cake. So he gets to the house, rings the doorbell. He takes the cake, rings the doorbell. And someone opens the door and he says, hey, I was told to drop this cake off. You know, at this point, he's pissed. It's his birthday. He has things to do. <laughs> he did this favor for his friend. 
So the person opens the door and he was like, um, yeah, can you wait here a second? He was like, I just, he just told me to drop the cake off. Can you just take the cake? So they were like, one second, um, I think he wants to meet you. And this guy's frustrated. <laughs> it's his birthday weekend. He has stuff to do. So he waits a while with the cake. The person comes to the door, tells him how much he likes his cake, blah, 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 blah. Do you know who the person was? Bill Cosby. His life changed. And he became this celebrity. I hate telling people this story. I need to look so I can get this guy's name. But then he became the, the guy that baked all the big cakes that you saw where they had to get a flat bed and all this. His life changed. His life changed. And who knows when you will have that life-changing moment. Another quick story. This dude called him, his friend a makeup artist. He was like, hey, need you to do... Um, someone's makeup for me. And he was like, uh, not going to be able to do it. He was like, look, I really, really need you to do this. Like I double booked and I'm not going to be able to do this person, but I know you can pull it off, please. So of course, begrudgingly, he did it. He shows up at the place. You know who the person was? Patty LaBelle, the makeup artist, Sam Fine. I sat in his class when he told this story. His life changed. You never know, like you're fighting to be this thing and it's difficult. But all these other opportunities are just falling in your lap and you're ignoring them. Go with that. That may be your way in. Or that may be the direction or the path that you were supposed to take in the first place. So, hey, it's that's my time. I want you to read the book. The title of the book is um, You Squared by Price Pritchard. And I just told you the story about the fly. <laughs> I was running out of time. Like, I'm, I'm looking at a timer that's counting me down. Like, hurry up. This thing has to end. So, um, but I didn't want to just leave you in the air like that. Listen, sometimes, sometimes the thing that you are fighting, sometimes that thing that you feel you must have and you're fighting so hard for it and you think, you think the answer is to try harder. Sometimes the answer isn't trying harder. Sometimes the answer is looking around to see what other opportunity is there. There's always another option. I'm gonna go because uh, I have a pretty busy day ahead of me. Again, I'm Tanya Stowe. You know, I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. Feel free to email me at info at or send me a text message or uh, call me at 704-756-2752. I want you to go out and be the best you that you can, or as Price Pritchett would say, you squared. I'm going to share another excerpt from this book uh, within the next couple of days. And uh, hey, if you have an opportunity, I want you to go online. Actually, go to his website and buy it because it's a lot cheaper there. Um, 
the book is a $10 book and it's it's packed with so much good information that people are selling it for $149, for $35. It's ridiculous. If you go to his website, it is P-R-I-C-E-P-R-I-T-C-H-E-T-T dot com. And you could purchase either the physical book or the audio book. You won't be disappointed. I want you to go out and be great, be greater tomorrow than you are today. I'm Tanya Stokes, uh, 704-756-2752. I'll talk with you soon. Bye.